You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. About playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. John is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. Yeah, look, um, I'm, I'm going to make this very public uh, declaration. Um, as far as sports podcasts go, for me, and this is for me personally, love me some Bill Simmons from The Ringer. Um, I used to like Jim Rome, but not really a fan of his anymore. Because, and my wife pointed this out years ago that he repeats himself over and over and over again. So much so that like you start to listen and you're like, where the fuck is the substance here? And I really noticed it now because I used to only listen to him on the radio. And now he's got a podcast, which basically is just his radio show. And they've stripped it down and they put it, they put, upload it as a podcast and their segments. And I'll be listening to a segment. I'm like, dude, you've been doing that bit. This segment is only like 15 minutes long. And you've been hitting that same joke punchline for 13 and a half minutes. Come on, motherfucker. Get out. Yeah. So I don't even like listening to him. I want I want facts. I want humor. I want substance. I want I, and I try to emulate that on my own. But I don't know that I'm doing that. Seeing as how I have no listenership. But um, right now, my favorite sports podcast uh, talk person has to be Ryan Rossillo, who's an ex um, ESPN guy who I'd never, I'd, I think I'd seen him or heard him a few times, but I wasn't familiar with him. Um, and the one thing I love about him is I, I, I love, the, he keeps it real. He keeps it a hundred percent or he keeps it a hundred, keeps it 100 as the kids say nowadays, and I'm and I can say that the kids, because I'd be I'm turning fifty, but yeah, he just he just puts it, lays it out there how it is, and he beyond endeared me with his boogie cousins take. Oh my God! I mean, it, it it's something that I said for years. My wife didn't. I said it before. Everybody else said it about him. But you know what? Take a listen to Mr. Rosillo, my favorite. I appreciate you saying that, though, because I just hate frauds. I hate frauds, and I'm not going to have somebody on if I've been not just critical about one thing, but it, it was very clear, like, there are two people. There are people that think Boogie Cousins is awesome, it's everybody else's fault, and then there's people like me who watched him all the time and realized he's part of the problem. And so I can't say those things for as long as I did because I would argue with people about Boogie Cousins all the time. And I'd just be like, look, I'm sorry. Like, I actually don't respect your opinion on basketball then if this is how you feel about the Boogie Cousins story. And so when we got him on, they're like, hey, we got him on. They're like, do you want him? And I was like, yeah. But I'm like, I can't be, I can't be a bitch about this. And he, did, he was like, he did not like it at all, which again is kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. But when somebody else from a team was like, you think anyone has ever sat in a film room with Boogie Cousins, Sacramento, like a teammate and gone, Hey man, you're gonna need a little more effort on that screen. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> They're like, you don't like you might try it once with them, and then it's it's never gonna work. Hey, when you got teed up that first time, did you immediately want to get teed up the second time because you were done playing for the night? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Hey, when you got called for an illegal screen because it was illegal, 
and you stared at the ref for seven possessions up and down the court, didn't look at the basket, didn't set a screen, didn't go past the three-point line on either of either side of the court, and you were just checked out for like a good two and a half minutes. Can you tell us what you were thinking during that time? Yeah. yeah. Was that a winning play mode? No. Good times. I, I went on – I went on uh, – when I first moved to LA, 710, the ESPN affiliate was like, hey, if you're around, do you want to come by and, and do like an hour with us, do some NBA stuff um, at, at Staples Center? And I was like, yeah, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I would probably never do that now, but I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come by and hang out for a bit. So I hung out. It was Keyshawn. Um, Keyshawn at that point was cool with me. I know I know Key can be a little difficult, and he was with me in the beginning, but he was he was cool at this point. And the reason I'm bringing this up is they were talking about like Boogie Cousins. This is back when everybody still wanted him all the time, and so it was a live show, and I did my whole Boogie Cousins rant of like, hey, this is actually who he is as a player, and if if you don't see that, then I I can't help you. I can't help you. And I'm I'm emphatic. There are plenty of things I'm like, hey, this is how I feel. It could be wrong. I'm not wrong about this. I never have been. And there was a dude who was like super Laker guy in like a Laker tank with a blazer over him. He was a short, older black guy. And so I'm doing my, my Boogie Cousins rant, and he is not having it. <laughs> he's not. He's, so he stands up, and he's like pacing in front of the, the studio. Not even the studio, because it's a live show. So it's like a desk, you know, table setup. And he's like, you wrong. He's a fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying it so that it would hopefully like carry over the airwaves. But he was also like staring me down a little. And I'm just kind of like going, you gotta be kidding me. And he just like, boogie, man. Boogie, a fucking beast. And he just kept like pacing and swearing about Boogie Cousins the whole time. Trying to like, I don't know. It was weird. It was like, are you trying to intimidate me with your yeah. boogie take? Like what's. What's going on here? And he just wasn't having it. And then I just, we got done and we kind of smiled at each other. So uh, it was, it was fine. I love how nowadays I'm doing, I'm doing basically doing what five, maybe eight minute top P, uh, podcast uploads now. And uh, right now this one's at what, like six minutes and like four of them is from somebody else's fucking podcast. But look, hey, I had to put that up there, dude. I, that take had me cracking up the dude. Nah, but Boogie's a beast. Boogie's a beast. And for the record, referring to a person, place, or thing as the beast, that's beast. Dude, it's used so much that the word is just diluted. Everything is beast. It's like, dude, don't even call, don't, don't yeah, don't even use that word anymore. Because it, it's, it's just everything now. There's no, there's no line. There's no, you know, there's good and then beast. Uh, that whole, yeah. And with that, we will end this abbreviated episode of the Sarcastically Speaking About Sports podcast. Good night, y'all. That's that headhunter production. You don't know nothing about that headhunter. Headhunter, son?